You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Motorcycle dealership that will not go nameless. We'll talk to PJ Duran for just a moment. PJ, let's talk to us uh, about Hicklin Power Sports right now. Uh, of course, uh, 2019s are being uh, announced, but we have 2018s to get through. We sure do, and we are pulling 19s out of the box every day. Wow. Uh, but we've got eight great deals on the 18s, and uh, with that near snow scare this weekend, we had a lot of snowmobiles jump up out of there on hey, Saturday. Hey, dude, I, I went snowmobiling yesterday all day. It Down south? Where'd yeah. you go? Osceola? Uh, Didn't have to go far. South yeah. of my motocross track, 10 miles. There wow. was snow drifts, waist deep. We were amazing. jumping ditches and cool. being dorks. Yeah, it was fun. We had fun Nothing though, right? here in Des Moines. It's Hickman. crazy because, I sorry to interrupt, I uh, rode <laughs> rode motocross the day before, and, yeah. then, and then the next day I, I sled. Snow, yep, same place. Oh, you need Oh, you need your jet ski. Get the trifecta going. <laughs> HicklinPowerSports.com online. Look for them there, or you can go in person and check them out. Get yourself a haircut while you're there as well. Make sure you get an appointment. That's HicklinPowerSports.com. Next up, Davis Fisher is going to join us at AMA Pro Flat Track Racer and Star. Davis, how are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? Good, man. Thank you. For, thanks for joining us. Appreciate that. Davis, have you ever seen a motorcycle shop that has a really good barber shop in it as well? No, I never have. I've seen a motorcycle shop at the coffee shop, but yeah. not a that's not old. Hair that's old hat. You got to go hat. to the yeah. bike shop. We went. I went there today. Got a trim from uh, Liz at Garage Gals. Yeah, yeah. yeah Scott's looking. Got a little product in your a little hair. Little product there. in my hair. I was wearing my my Rhino Power hat, so I was <laughs> it uh, messed it up. But pretty good, uh, pretty good haircut there. Davis Fisher's our guest. Davis, um, we were just talking with Jared Mees, and he was talking about. Uh, buying an indian motorcycle you get a title and you pretty much put your uh your suspension and your tires and your number plates and you go racing and and you did just that this year yeah yep um i purchased one from andy debrino um he won that bike from the uh hogan championship and uh he signed the title over to me and i took it racing for the first time at calistoga this year and ended up fifth how will the uh, the new rules and the rule changes affect you guys, do you think? Um, I mean, with the gas uh, rule change, um, we'll have to put different pistons and change the mapping in our Indians, most likely. Um, so, I mean, it'll be a little bit of cost out of our pockets. Um, but, I don't know, it seems like they're making maybe the racing a little bit closer with the uh, production motors. Um for competition-wise, letting them have bigger throttle bodies and whatnot, they'll probably be a little bit closer this year. So, Davis, you think that the, the throttle bodies is, and then the uh, the pistons is that because they're they're allowing uh, or they're they're requiring a lower octane fuel or or you know a different compression ratio or what are you thinking? Yeah, probably has something to do with the compression ratio that um, changes changes things up a little bit. Um, Would well, have to be different pistons. Do you think th this is fair to Indian? That's kind of been the big question. That's my question. Because yeah. here's the thing: we we talked about this with Honda having when they when they were really dominant back in the day, uh, that they immediately 
AMA Pro Flight Track Racing immediately came out with a rules package that that made Harley relevant again, and we feel like there may, may be some of this going on. However, it is the off season, and all we've talked about for the last two weeks and this entire program, with the exception of Josh yeah. Hayes, is AFT. So maybe there are no dummies over there. Maybe Michael Locke and those guys know what they're <laughs> hey, doing. Hey, look, we are we're on <laughs> yeah. the front page. And right. It's, it's not a bad point. It's a, yeah. it's, it may be I more of a... I'm trying to twist the plot a little bit, um, get everyone closer in competition, different brands out there. So Andy Debrino won this motorcycle, and then yeah. uh, you buy it off of him or win a bet, yeah. arm wrestle, what? Yeah, I bought it off of him, yeah. Sweet. And then... Uh, Did you get some kind of a deal? Yeah, he gave me a good deal on that, yeah. What do you take for it? What's that? What do you take for it? What would I take for it? Yeah. yeah. Ballpark. Uh, probably what he sold it to me for. Hmm. Hmm. Not being real, uh, real clear That's on the very amount. vague, professionally vague. I, that is vague, <laughs> yeah. and I'm very interested. I'll give I you three and a half percent interest. I don't have any money, but what I can pay you is is my respect. Wow, maybe some uh, half used fireworks. High praise indeed. <laughs> half used. I have some that got wet. <laughs> the thing about fireworks that have been wet, yeah. is they all shoot for the most part. They just don't always shoot the way they're supposed to. Ah. Sometimes they shoot out the side. Alternative routes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Our guest, Davis Fisher, uh, AMA Pro Flat Track Star. We're talking a little bit about the rules changes. And I'm, I'm just finding that, you know, I'm scratching my head a little bit here, Davis, because if you think about it, Harley Davidson ruled the roost for how long? And then along comes Indian. And, and after a year of testing and, and uh, uh, experience on the track, and then a year of actual racing and dominance, by the way, um, you're seeing. Um, them changing the rules to, I mean, is, is it political, do you think, or how much is political? I think it's pretty political. Um, yeah, they, they want to see all the brands um, winning uh, each week and have a different brand out there to sell more bikes. So I, I feel like if there's different brands out there winning that um, – They'll be a little bit given to AFT um, as far as the brands that are out there. I'd like to see AFT put a race on right up in Spirit Lake, Iowa, right by the uh, old Victory Factory, now now the Indian Factory. That'd be cool. Thoughts, huh? Yeah. That would be cool if there was a venue that could handle it. Hmm. Uh, so you're going to be running this bike again this year, Davis, the very same bike. Are you running your own program, or have you got a, a big team behind you? Um, I'm not really sure yet. Um I don't really have a ride right now to open to whatever. Um, but hopefully something comes up in the next couple of weeks. So I don't have to do it on my own again. Davis, let's talk a little bit about you. How long have you been racing and how did it all start for you? Uh, in 2006. Um, or, yeah, 2006. When I was about nine years old, um, my dad never really wanted to race but i grew up riding in the backyard since i was two and a half and um he somewhat put me to the test as far as he told me i wasn't gonna race one weekend but we were to for a practice um day and he's like so if you don't mess around with the kids uh responsible for getting your bike ready for the practice day, gear, um, 
staying focused. I'll let you race on Saturday. And I guess I passed the test and um, I raced on Saturday and the Diddy beat his dad. So um, I got all the Diddy's hand me down um, if Dave was going to race. And growing up, I was Diddy's hand me down. Um, and here I am today. I mean, you were 16 years old. In your in your rookie year, you finished second in the GNC two championship, and uh, I'd say that was a pretty strong statement. When did you know you had it? Um, probably not till when I turned sixteen and rode the uh, the GNC two class for the first time. I just remember coming um, off the track uh, in 2014 at my first race in Daytona. And I finished ninth, and I was, like, really stoked about that. Um, I didn't even expect to make the main event. Uh, um, been doing all right ever since. Yeah, I'd say. I, I liked your performance in the X Games, by the way, the 2016 edition. But uh, all the various events you've been competing in, you always seem to be, you know, on the upside of everything. And I, I really like your style. I like the way you race. More than anything, I like the way you carry yourself, uh, you know, through the pits and through, through, through the paddock. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Let's go to PJ. PJ, I know you had your hand up. Well, you mentioned uh, J.D. Beach. He's coming back to your very paddock this year. You're going to be lining up against him. Uh, has the smack talk already begun between you two? <laughs> yeah. I think it began um, this last season when he uh, came into flat track for the last few races. Um, there a little bit of snack talk going on. I'm sure there'll be some throughout the season next year. <laughs> I mean, if there is a favorite track for you, I know Lima's probably in there. Uh, or Lima, mm -hmm. depending on what part of the country you're from. Um, right. But is there a favorite for you? Um, lately it's been Springfield. Um, I've had some good success um, from there, and that's just a nice, smooth, consistent track. Uh, good visibility. That's the one thing that really like separates the tracks that I like and I do not like is if I'm able to see or not. You're talking the mile, Springfield Mile. Yeah. That is yeah. Uh, if 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 you ask, and I th probably nine out of ten guys, right? They're going to de define it as being an epic place to race, one that they will hold in their memory bank for the rest of their lives, and the experience they have there. And I'm not sure what it is. If it's a combination of the fans, the stadium, or the, the grandstand, uh, the dirt. I don't know what it is, but it's just it's a monster for me. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, I also like in Indy, but I never really had good, good results at Indy, but I always liked the track. 2014, when I went there, I ended up crashing, and then 2015, I had a mechanical, but it's always a really fun track, and hopefully we go back there someday. What about Daytona, our next upcoming race, if you will? That is uh, a track that's kind of brought uh, mixed reviews from racers as they've tried to make it a... Uh, something a little different it's still always it looks like going to be a terribly slick place you like racing there though yeah i like it um I, like it seems like your riding ability comes out more on those type of tracks um so i mean, it's kind of a crapshoot also um you got a lot of different variables with different turns jumps and everyone's always at the first race of the year so there's a lot of guys usually that show up Everybody's there, and everybody has high hopes. Everybody's healthy, and they all get to use their front brake. 
What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking with Davis Fisher. We go back to 2014. He missed out on the GNC2 championship by a single point. How disappointing yeah. was that? It was pretty disappointing. I mean, it was my first year. And I was kind of in the, I was in the hunt for the championship all year long. Um, but then after my get off at Indy, I was kind of set back 40 points. Well, when I came by, I missed two races. Um, because of an injury, down, like forty points, right? But I came back and won the last two, and I, uh, Kyle Johnson, he was right there, um, and so it was. It came close to down to one point. If he would have finished third at the last race, I would have had it, but he finished second. I mean, you think about it, Tony. That that so that fall, you just you're laying in bed every night thinking, "What if I'd have done this? What if <laughs> what if this yeah. had happened?" Right? Yeah. Well, that's a woulda, shoulda, coulda. But it, you you missed two races due to injury, but you made every other main. You hit the podium nine times. I'd yeah. say you I'd, I'd say you had a you represented yourself and your family pretty well. And yeah, it was a good year. It was fun. And from there, Tony, it was hats off. Davis, you doing any indoor stuff this winter or anything down south, or what are you up to? Yeah, um, two weekends ago I raced Salem Indoor for the first time this season, um, and then I got it again this weekend coming up, and then January 11th is the next one. What about Coke races? Are you doing any of those, Coke surf races? No, we don't have any of those out here. Um, Sounds like an opportunity. Yeah, we have San Jose, but it's like, March twenty third or something like that, and I'm usually back east by then. Have I seen something about Jake Lewis? He he's something on his social media. He was doing some indoor thing. Was it Jake? Somebody was was it doing a fly track? I, I think it was Jake. He definitely. I'm not sure. He, he's no, Corey Texter does it quite a bit. Yeah, and he Jake's known to do the Southern Illinois. There's some stuff Southern Illinois, Kentucky. Right. Uh, there's a fair bit of like horse barn racing, short track stuff. Oh, yeah. I like barn. I like those. I think that's as exciting as anything. Just uh, you know that the miles cool, very cool. Half miles are very cool, but you get some good racing in short track. You know, you, yeah, a lot of good, good, uh, good racing, and uh, you know the variables. Right, you don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. So, well, man, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. We appreciate you taking the time. Well, I was going to ask him about yeah, Sturgis. Oh yeah, sure. The Buffalo Chip. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on the Buffalo Chip and the Sturgis race? I like Buffalo Chip. Um, it's a pretty fun race, and the the venue is great. The spectators are awesome. Um, How about the Buffalo yeah. Chip girls? <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have Buffalo Chip girls. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, calendars full of them. But, um, what's that? I say the calendars are full of them. Oh, yeah. Beautiful girls, beautiful girls. Well, listen, Davis, we can go through that uh, on the next time you come. We'll pick it up next time you come on the show. Any sponsors you want to recognize before we cut you loose? Yeah, I would like to thank uh, Richard Morris Racing, Double D's Performance, Bob Lampier's Beautiful Motorcycles, uh, Dick Wall 60, my family for supporting me all these years, or I Motion Parade, First Connection, Reset, and there's a lot of other ones to list, but... Good on you, buddy. Appreciate the time, Davis. Best of luck in the off, but uh, we're looking forward to seeing you back on and in racing uh, 
well, you're already in racing style and fashion, but I got to believe you're itching to get out there again as soon as possible. Yeah. So, good job out of you, man. Thanks. All right. Thank you for having me on. You bet. One of the good young guys out there, Davis Fisher. I tell you what, he started his rookie year at the age of 16, but he finished second at the GNC2 Championship. Not a bad way to start, if you ask me. We'll be back after this. Stick around. More pit pass around the corner. This portion brought to you by our friends at Wise Coast. Stay tuned. More after this. Hi, I'm. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.